we will be today, our, our focus uh, will be in Psalm 23. Psalm 23, familiar passage of scripture, uh, beloved Psalm, uh, but this will be our focus for today. Uh, and I believe the Lord can uh, show us something uh, rich, even in this familiar passage of scripture. I believe he can show us something rich, something that will enrich us uh, spiritually. Psalm 23, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Lord, we pray that this psalm would take uh, new light and new root in our hearts and our spirits, that it would lead us toward you, um, confidence in you, trust in you. Um, direct us, Lord, in this time. Have your way in this moment. I ask for fresh anointing to preach and anointing to receive your word. Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. As Lord, you're my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Uncle Oscar. Uncle Oscar was apprehensive about his first airplane ride. His friends, eager to hear how it went, uh, Soon as he landed, uh, rushed in to ask if he'd enjoyed the flight. Well, commented Uncle Oscar, it wasn't as bad as I, as I thought it might be, but I'll tell you this, I never did put all of my weight down. Uncle, <laughs> you, you, might, you might not have got it. Uncle Oscar is like me on a plane the whole time riding uh, uh, tents. He said, I never did put all of my weight down. Um, um, that, that's how I am on a plane, but it, that describes some people with God. There's a, a, a total abandonment of, of self-reliance and commitment of complete trust in him that the Lord requires. Uh, uh, us really taking in this psalm and appropriating it, it, it gives us help in getting uh, to that place where we're ready to put all of our weight down on God. 
uh, none of that holding back. Uh, David describes life living under the shepherd's care to encourage us in this. David describes life living under the shepherd's care. Living under the shepherd's care is the title. Uh, now remember, Psalms are, are prayers and praises written in poetic format to be sung to God. This Psalm has, uh, Psalm 23 is, is one of the uh, most beloved Psalms. It, it's been called uh, the pearl of the Psalms. And, and it's one of the most known Psalms in the world. Uh, it, it, it probably is to the Old Testament what John 3.16 is to the New Testament. Um, uh, uh, even many who, who, who haven't even accepted the shepherd of the psalm, they use this scripture to try to gain the peace and security that David portrays in this psalm. Everybody wants a piece of this psalm. You could hear people uh, all over, uh, whether they're part of the church or not a part of the church, reciting this psalm. And now it, it's good to know the psalm, but knowing the shepherd is what sets you up for a life of trust in him. Again, we don't know the, the occasion, the exact occasion for the writing of this psalm, but whatever it was, the trouble spoken of here is outmatched by David's experience of trust with the Lord, whatever the situation was. When we belong to God, we can be confident that he will care for us. When we belong to God, we can be confident that he will care for us. As David describes this life under the shepherd's care, we hear him um, confidently satisfied. We hear him confidently secure and we hear him confidently staying. He's confident that he's going to stay. Um, and in and, and, and these verses, we see that God watches over those who trust him. He walks with those who trust him and he welcomes those who trust him. Hear the first verse here. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Two quick questions arise as soon as we open the psalm. Why a shepherd and why the Lord? For context to, to wrap around this this psalm. In, in the ancient Near East, the culture where David lived, many people used the image of a shepherd to describe uh, rulers or kings. A, a good ruler in their estimation had all the qualities of a shepherd. Uh, they provided total care for their people as a shepherd did for their sheep. And, and it was so much so that uh, many were compared even to deity. Uh, the, the shepherds of that time, but trust placed outside of the Lord is misplaced trust. So David declares boldly here that it's the Lord. Uh, Yahweh, the one true God, he alone has been leading, feeding and protecting his people. There is no other like him. Uh, you, you can read in uh, in Genesis and Exodus, uh, uh, just just there, you'll get a piece of his of his resume. You can check his record. 
There's none like him. Um, so a shepherd and the Lord, one of David's forefathers, Jacob, the namesake of the nation of Israel himself said in Genesis 48 and 15, he was speaking of the Lord. He said that uh, he's the God who's been my shepherd all my life long to this very day. Uh, before uh, describing why he's confidently satisfied with him, David makes it known that this thing between him and the Lord is personal. Uh, even though the Lord was, was Jacob's shepherd back when, David is clear that he's not renting his trust uh, from, from his great, great, great granddad or from grandma or mama. He, he has his own reasons for confidence in the Lord. David says, I call him my shepherd. Everyone has to get to that point in life where uh, uh, it, it's not about uh, what someone else calls him. It's about what he is to you. E even though sheep <laughs> aren't known for being that smart, even though uh, they're, they're helpless against the beasts that hunt them, even though David is a man's man and, and even a king, David doesn't mind being one of the Lord's sheep. Only because of, uh, of the Lord, my shepherd, David says, I shall not want. I, I'm, I'm not going to lack. I trust him to fulfill my need because of who he is. My shepherd, I will be, I am uh, uh, confidently satisfied with the shepherd always. Why? Uh, uh, just just look at how he he guides and he and he provides uh, verse two. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Lying down in in green pastures the the shepherd provides for the sheep by leading them. He goes out in front and shows them the way. Uh, he takes them to a place where they can rest. Sheep can be real nervous creatures, so they, they need someone to help them rest. They, they need a shepherd to make them rest in the right places, uh, places that they can be fed in peace and, and, and have what they need, like, like sheep. We can sometimes be restless, uh, uh, maybe just me, uh, re just relentlessly going after things that the shepherd has already promised to provide us. Or, or maybe uh, 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 restlessly wandering in the pastures that look good, but are no good for us. Uh, we need a shepherd. The shepherd searches out pastures where there are no poisonous weeds growing, uh, where, where there are uh, good and green plants for his sheep to be satisfied. The shepherd also leads the thirsty sheep who could easily be tipped over by fast moving waters. And then uh, with their wet wool being weighed down, uh, they would lie there until they drowned. 
So the shepherd piles rocks to draw the water into a pool, making them still waters, making them waters of rest uh, 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 for them to drink and to be refreshed. Sheep need to be refreshed. (laughs) David said, this is what my shepherd does. Anybody ever been uh, dried out in life? I know we're talking about sheep, but is has anybody ever been dried out in, in life, exhausted by circumstances or situations uh, to the point where you felt like you just couldn't go on? Has anybody been there? David explains whenever he is worn down and weary from his journey, when his soul feels like it's dried out. The Lord is his shepherd and he knows what David needs. And, and, and in a quiet place, he revives and restores him to life again with necessary refreshment and, and rest. He restores his soul. David was satisfied with the shepherd because he provides, but he was also satisfied with the shepherd because he guides him in the right paths. Uh, I told you before, sheep aren't that smart, so they're liable to wander away from the only one who truly provides and cares for them and would soon find themselves in a wrong place and lost in that place. The shepherd knows this and, and David said, the Lord, my shepherd, guides me in right paths for my life. A shepherd uh, may need to take a flock up a steep hillside to get some good grass. Uh, The hill might be rocky and and steep, but the shepherd knows the, the right path to walk to get the sheep safely where they need to be. He guides them. He doesn't just let them wander and fall. The shepherd's good name is on the line here. Uh, The way he cares for his sheep shows the world who he really is. Uh, The shepherd is careful with the sheep. When, When Israel came out of slavery and started acting up, that's a light way of putting it, like sheep do, the, 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 the Lord was, he was ready to get rid of them, y'all. He was ready to wipe them out. But Moses asked God not to do it, not because they deserved anything better, but because he had promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that their descendants would inherit a land. His name was on the line. Moses was praying and, and reminding him as if God could forget. Uh, uh, so the Lord let them live. Uh, you see it in Deuteronomy 9 and 26 through 29. You, you, you might you might have missed what what happened in that in that little segment. Uh, let, let me make it plain for us today. When we didn't deserve the thing that we needed the Lord to do for us the most for his name's sake, because of his own righteousness, he, he, he went ahead and he He did it anyway um, for his name's sake. Anybody here know that that's right, that that, that the Lord has done things for you and it's only for his glory? As he guides, he provides. (laughs) David trusts him 
and is, is confidently satisfied with the shepherd. But David also, he, he's also confidently secure with him because he's present and he protects. Um, he goes on in verse four and says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Notice David goes from talking about God to talking to him. Uh, uh, in the beginning, it was the Lord this and the Lord that. Now it's you. <laughs> you are with me. Uh, uh, the valley will, will, will make you do that. It's, it's fine talking to other folks about God, or, uh, but, but when you get in that valley, you start to look up and say, hey, God, <laughs> I, I'm down here in this thing. But, but David still trusts his shepherd. He is secure with the shepherd even when he's going through. Uh, he, he recognized that even though the shepherd led him in right paths at all times, he, he sometimes must pass through dark places. Those right paths would carry him there. Anybody ever been there? Dark places, uh, uh, maybe uh, uh, losing a job or, 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 or losing health mental or physical, or, or, or maybe even losing a loved one, or, or experiencing the, the, the pandemonium of a pandemic uh, at a time like this, or, or, or witnessing ongoing brutality and oppression. Dark times, dark places. David labels his journey the valley of the shadow of death. Uh, uh, he, he's moving through there. The, the places of deepest darkness, um, that, that, that word uh, really gives us the sense of the places of deepest darkness, where it seems like any minute or any step could be your last one. Where anyone would normally uh, fear for their life, David says, I won't fear. It's not death valley. It's the valley of the shadow of death. It's not over. Let me take a note from, from John Phillips who said the shadow of a dog can't bite you and the shadow of a sword, or, or, or if I input my, my, my own thinking, the shadow of a gun can't kill you, nor can the shadow of death harm the child of God. David is moving in that kind of confidence. But David wasn't fearless facing evil or, or even the possibility of death because there was no danger. Uh, but, but he was fearless and refused to fear for one reason and one reason only. He looks to the Lord and says, you are with me. Uh, that's one good reason, David. Uh, he was secure with the shepherd. David says when, when, when he lifts his head, he sees the shepherd there with his rod and his staff, and he knows that he's safe. The rod was, was used by shepherds to protect the sheep, fending off predators and enemies, uh, whether it was wolves or, or lions or, or thieves. 
Uh, it, it could also be used to on, on the sheep to protect them from themselves. A, a shepherd might throw, uh, uh, throw it to startle a sheep to get back on the right path. Uh, um, with the curved end of the staff, he could hook a sheep when they tried to wander off and, and, and pull them close again. He protects the sheep from dangers outside and inside. The, the Bible says we all like sheep have gone astray and, and we all turn to our own way. But thank God for the shepherd. Thank God for the shepherd. David goes on describing life under the Lord's care, not only like a shepherd, but also like a host who invites you into their home and takes good care of you. Look at this. He says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hospitality. That, that was of the utmost importance in the East at this time. <laughs> this period that David lived. Being a, a good host was a part of your responsibility and your reputation depending on it, <laughs> or it how you took care of your guest. A host would, would typically have their guest feet washed when they came into the home because of the dusty roads, necessity. <clears throat> a good host would pour oil on the honored guests anointing them to bless them after their travels. Uh, they would then set a big spread of a meal for them and, and have them sit at the good seat at the table right next to the host. Uh, uh, can you picture what's happening there? I, I, I'm reminded of, of, of my, my first trip as a boy down into the Carolinas. Um, we pulled up to a family friend's home in the wee hours of the morning, early, early, while it was still dark. And I, <clears throat> I, I, I entered quietly thinking the household would still be asleep. But after a few minutes of sitting in the house, I began to smell something wonderful. <laughs> I, the, we, we'd only been there a couple moments, but, but, but after I was invited into the dining room, I was shocked to find there was a table there overflowing with food uh, ready for breakfast, ready for me. Homemade biscuits, a uh, 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 sliced ham steak. I'm sorry for my, my vegans and vegetarians. Uh, there was bacon and sausage and and toast and eggs and and, and 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 on and on and on and on. The food went on and on just as long as I could eat. It was a spread. These people took their hospitality seriously. I think that might be why I still like the the Carolinas now. This 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 prepared table here in the scripture it, it pictures the Lord's extravagant care for the one who's trusted in him, for the one who's come, who's, who he's welcomed in as his guest. Um, the, the table 
represented fellowship. Uh, you, you not only shared a meal, but a connection. You, you taking on the, the reputation of those that you shared the table with. Uh, you were you were lumped in with them. Uh, if they were good folks, you were lumped in with those good folks. And if they were bad folks, you were lumped in with those bad folks. Also, in this culture, if anyone came into your home, uh, they were under your covering and they could expect you to not allow enemies to have access to them while they were in the shelter of your home. David's there. This is this is what the Lord did for David. All his enemies could do was was sit and watch. Uh, David might have been surprised to find when he came uh, to the table as an invited guest that his enemies were present, but it's likely they were just conquered foes of the host because uh, they were powerless to touch him. They couldn't touch him. He was the Lord's guest at his table. Here, here David was again. Remember earlier, uh, just like he described himself as a sheep, he's secure and he's satisfied. He's provided for and he's protected. I I could almost see David looking over and smiling at his enemies, yelling out to them, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. The Lord is good. While, While he sat with them, he couldn't even finish Uh, there at the table drinking all that was in his cup because the Lord kept pouring and pouring and pouring. There was an overflowing abundance going on at this table uh, where the Lord had welcomed uh, David. Uh, And this overflowing abundance, I'm sure uh, David wasn't meant to keep for himself. Uh, when you when you have an overflowing abundance, it's meant to be uh, poured out on those you come into contact with. So David poured it out in this psalm for people to drink from and consider throughout all the ages. It's it's still flowing now. Uh, this cup. David is so confident after being hosted at the Lord's table that he decides he can go out now and he can come in. He's no longer worried about the harassment or the pursuit of his enemies because the Lord has sent out his own team uh, to pursue David uh, relentlessly. Uh, He he the Lord has has released the twins, David says, of of goodness and mercy, his unfailing, undeserved, perfect, faithful, loyal love toward those who trust him to to just track David down wherever he goes. Even in that dark valley, they are there. Never far behind me, David says. I, I couldn't shake them. If I wanted to, uh, uh, wherever I am, his goodness, it, it, it helps keep me on the right path. But but even when I stumble or, or, or fall short, his mercies there on the other side, it, it, it picks me up and it dusts me off. It, he's so, so good to me. I, 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 I got caught up there. I, I'm not sure if I'm if that was David talking or if that was me talking. Because uh, he's he's so good. But David goes on and he finishes up this song. Uh, 
this, this testimony about the care of the shepherd, David comes to one conclusion. I'm staying with him. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the shepherd, <laughs> he says. Uh, this is my place. <laughs> I will continually return to this fellowship that I've experienced with the Lord uh, um, all the days of my life. He says, I I'm satisfied, I'm secure, I'm staying all the days of my life. I I'm going to come before his presence with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. I'm going to be thankful to him and I'm going to bless his name. I'm going to stay in this place. Now, uh, I, I, I could imagine how good this situation is to David and, and, and how he'd want to stay there. And, and, and it, it's, it's good for him. And, and we read it now and we, we can even begin to wonder, you know, what about us? What about us? Um, and, and I'm thankful that the scripture it just doesn't stop here. And not only does David prove that we should trust the Lord as shepherd, the Lord didn't forget about us. He sent the shepherd and the overseer of our souls. According to first Peter two and 25, he, he sent his son as perfect shepherd king to lead and to keep his sheep. Jesus showed up and shows the world that he is actually uh, the shepherd. He's, he's called the, the good shepherd because he loved his sheep to death. And instead of watching the sheep die, he lays down his life for the sheep in John chapter 10. Also, he's called the, the great shepherd who was, uh, was raised again from the dead according to Hebrews 13 and 20. And Peter goes on to call him the chief shepherd who's coming back again uh, uh, in 1 Peter 5 and 3. From the Psalm of David to the testimony of Peter and, and the testimony of the church, uh, the question isn't what kind of shepherd is the Lord. The question is, have you trusted yourself to the care of him as your shepherd? That's the question. Is the Lord your shepherd? Now, uh, if the answer is no, um, there is, I've, 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 I've prayed and I've read and, I, and I've gotten to know him a little bit for myself. And, and, and I, one thing that I know, if, if he's not your shepherd, there is a place for you at his table. Uh, all all you, you had to do was turn from your wandering and turn to him to believe that Jesus came, that he died for sin, your sin, my sin, that he was buried, he rose again on the third day, that he's Lord, ask him to become your shepherd, ask him to become Lord of, of your life. Put your trust in him and, and he can be your shepherd. And if the answer is yes, yes, he's my shepherd, then the question becomes, is your confidence 
fully in him or is in or is it partly in yourself and partly in him? Uh, 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 what else do you need? Can you say like David, because of your confidence in him, you shall not want uh, 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 that, that you can quit striving uh, uh, for, for self quit striving for personal desires and needs because the Lord has taken care of you and you're in his care. David, David proclaims that you can put all your weight down on him. And if, if he is your shepherd, second thing, are you confidently sharing about him to others like David did here in this psalm? Are you, are you sharing this goodness that he, that he came to, 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 to pour out in the world? Are you confidently sharing that? In our quiet time, we can sit alone and, and consider these things. Let our spirit chew on what the psalmist has, has said and shared with us uh, to see if we can sing this song, this song faithfully. Um, let's pray and then we'll have our benediction. Lord, we, uh, we thank you for this word, Lord. And it's no, it's no uh, trite uh, rhyme that we memorize and just uh, regurgitate, Lord, but it is something that we are to meditate in, something that we are to live out, God, something that we are to demonstrate in complete confidence and trust in you. Help us to do that. Help us to be your people in this world. Be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me close with a blessing. And then following that, we'll uh, have a song of worship uh, while we meditate on the goodness of the Lord. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen.